Okay, episode 298 of the Global From Asia podcast. Recording my intro a little bit earlier as I leave Cebu, Philippines, heading into mainland China. Not sure if I will be able to do this in quarantine. Today's show is about mask trading during the virus outbreak. And we talked to some people doing mask trading. Let's do this. Welcome to the Global From Asia podcast, where the daunting process of running an international business is broken down into straight up actionable advice. And now, your host, Michael Michelini. Okay, everybody. I might have two intros. There'll only be one if I cannot make the recording happen when I'm in quarantine in mainland China. It is... Today's date is Monday, March 16th. It's the day before episode 297 even goes online. I've always recorded my intros a few days before the podcast. This is a little bit over a week because I just don't know if I will be able to use this equipment. And the other crazy thing is I don't have my microphone. I have a lapel mic, so I hope this sounds okay. But I went to a company retreat for this podcast and other things we do here at Global From Asia and technically at Shadstone Limited. And Manila got locked down and I got locked out of my apartment. I locked out of going back to Manila. Couldn't get a flight. Had to leave had to leave Bahal. That was going down a community lockdown. I would have could have stayed. I'd just be stuck there for a week or more. Took a ferry to Cebu. I'm in a Cebu hotel right now in self-quarantine. I could go outside. In Cebu, they don't seem to be freaking out that much here yet. Seems like it's just people have to see it for themselves before they uh, react. And I fly to China tomorrow. My wife's freaking out. I mean, Philippines, I have a bad feeling there's going to be a lot more outbreaks here. I mean, just being here the last couple months and just seeing nobody really taking too much precaution. I did see maybe the when it first happened in China in March in January, there was a scare for about a week, and I saw a lot of masks. It was also running a volcano. Thanks, Mark Roca, Alvarok, hooked me up and all of our team with masks. So I had a mask since the volcano eruption in early January. But well, we're talking about masks today, actually, our our guest today. But um. Maybe this will just be the normal intro. Maybe I'll just take a little break from recording stuff while I'm in this quarantine. But basically, I'm flying back to China directly to my wife's hometown, Shenyang, because we want to be in a quarantine near where my family is. If I flew to Shanghai or Beijing or Shenzhen, I would be stuck there in quarantine. I hope they let me in. My wife sent me, you know, scanned her photos of our marriage certificate, our children, IDs, mm, my business, I still have a company, a foreknown Wolfie in Shenzhen, so the license of that. And she says, you know, some photos of us together and a bunch of other stuff to try to show the customs when I get to China because they're going to definitely ask me why. I just came from Philippines. I got two connections, another one in the Philippines and one in Korea. And then I, uh, I go to Shenyang. So I, I don't know what they're going to do when I land, but I just got to try. It's also a goal for me to be with my family on my birthday, April 2nd. So I hope I can get through this government quarantine 
so that I can get out by April 2nd and uh, spend it with my wife and kids and her family. And uh, maybe we can talk a little bit more, some of the deeper of the story. I don't, this intro is already longer than normal, so maybe we'll go into blah, blah, blah session. I'll also talk about some of the results from the poll we did a couple weeks ago. If you didn't do that yet, globalfromasia.com slash poll. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed Zach's. I felt almost like, man, it's just hit me. Like he just had that issue getting into his apartment and now I can't get into my Manila apartment. I can't get my microphone. I got like one of my clothes. I'm, I got like a little knapsack, a couple days of clothes going to China. But anyway, Ivan Tan, him and I have done some meetups, done meetups in the FBA's community and in uh, Chiang Mai, Thailand. That's where I got to meet him. He's always so active in all the events in the community. They're a really supportive guy. First time on anybody's podcast. I can't believe that. And he's talking about his mask trading business. He's been diving into his head first with everybody going crazy all around the world looking for masks. Him and I have been working together too. Uh, my wife's been getting involved with it too at Global From Asia. So we are uh, kind of collaborating as well or helping each other out. I mean, that's what we always do. And uh, he talks about what he's seen so far. And uh, I think it's pretty fascinating to give you the insights. But yeah, China's still the world factory and everybody needs masks from China. So. He's a Singaporean and Chiang Mai, and he gives us some amazing insights. So let's tune into Ivan. Okay, this will be intro part two. <laughs> so before we get into the interview, I thought I would update you guys. Um, I am in Cebu, Philippines. I know many of you have been confused. How am I stuck in Cebu when Manila's locked down? But they closed the airport the day or the morning I went there. So, I luckily found a old friend that has a spare room, and uh, I spent a night in Airbnb, and I stocked up on cans, and it's just insanity. Literally, Manila is doing flights internationally, but Cebu is totally closed, so I cannot fly out of here. I'm waiting for the U.S. consulate to arrange a group of us to fly on a military plane to Manila. Um, that's my current status, but it seems like I gotta wait a little bit longer. I've been calling them enough, but that's just a quick update. We'll do some more after this. And also we're going in the mask trading business. Ivan and I, Ivan the guest, since this interview, have decided to partner up and it's a, I'm rebuilding my old sourcing company. I'll talk more about that uh, after the interview. Or you can check out in the show notes, shadstone-sourcing.com slash masks. Um, we've already been helping different groups and organizations, mostly in Europe, but some in the U.S. to get masks. But not just masks, but uh, other uh, medical equipment out of China because everything's still being made there. Uh, I'll talk more about that in the blah, blah, blah session. Also, we'll do a little bonus update. I recorded with Ivan yesterday with our GFA VIP members call us a little bit of a, some of the updates because it's been going nuts since it's gone so fast in Italy and around the world in the US as of recording this and this is actually just Thursday there's five days until the show goes live so it'll probably get worse honestly let's tune into the interview for those of you that don't check our Facebook and social media and our emails we do have a newsletter at globalformasia.com slash subscribe so you get some other insights but I'm becoming a personal brand isn't it cool yeah michaelmicalini.com 
started to do some more consulting and coaching for people actually in this crazy times. There's been people coming to me for help and I'm helping them. So we have a few select seats open as I'm recording this at michaelmichelini.com and you can actually check it out to get me to know me even better, know what other things I'm doing, other projects, and see if you and I want to work together. I'd love to see what people are in this audience that want to engage with me on a one-on-one -on -one basis or in group consulting. Check it out at michaelmichelini.com or in the show notes. Okay, thank you everybody for tuning to another Global From Asia podcast. This one's been on my list for a while, and especially under the circumstances, it's good timing. Ivan Tan, Ivan and I have known each other in a couple of years now in Chiang Mai, Thailand. He's a seller and uh, active person in the community for the FBA sellers and digital nomads. So thanks for joining us today, Ivan. Uh, I, <laughs> thank you for inviting me. Sure, it's my pleasure. Do you mind to introduce yourself a little bit? You're from Singapore originally and maybe some of your background where you were a little bit about yourself well i i've been working in the fba for like three years and i've done co-hosting with you yeah in yeah. uh chiang mai for and uh recently because of this yeah so recently because of this mass issue mass issue i set up a team of, of of a media man right, by accident, okay. which is um, quite strong because we have one lawyer in, in the group, a uh, very strong businessman in, in the group, and a good leads finder in the group. Okay. So we have managed to close uh, two big deals right now. Wow. And I have grown to have like uh, more in-depth knowledge of the current situation for mass okay that's cool so let's back up a little bit so yeah of course like we know each other from the community we co-host some fba meetups in chiang mai which is great and then i've been gone for a couple of months as you know i'm in china and now stuck in manila you so so since then this virus is going crazy and so since since the last month or so you've been doing this mask trading business so you said a group how did can you tell us how it started well, I, I, I sort of invited friends based on uh, language skills and uh, region. And uh, one of my friends, uh, I think you know him. He, I'll tell you who later. All right? Okay. And he, he speaks Spanish. All right? And I have another friend who's from Europe. I invited him, him, him in. And then he invited a lady all right, who is a very strong business lady with very strong business links, right? Okay. We manage, I have strong links in China. Yep. So, in, in, in a way, uh, and also my friend who speaks Spanish is a lawyer. Okay. <laughs> and also an importer. So, in sort of a way, we, we, we can like feed off each other's weakness and we manage to link up I managed to link up factories. The lady managed to link up buyers. And essentially, we have uh, people with lawyer background and importing skills and all this. So we managed to smoothen the, 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 the trade with factories. Right, right now, a lot of factories are not, not accepting LCs and uh, 
escrow right now because it's a seller's market right now. It's, yeah, it's I mean, very... well, yeah, I think okay, if I, I could add some ideas or, you know, from what I heard, there's an export in China. They're not, the government doesn't allow them or want them to export. Is that, or there's a limit on how much they can export or something like that? Now they are opening, actually, uh, now they are op- actually opening up, in, in the process of opening up, but there's certain medical grade uh, masks or equipment that needs uh, more application, I would say. Mm. So there's more steps coming in, but then there's actually more buyers in the market. There's actually buyers that is like doing TT or cash payment, right? So it used to be when we do FBA or import-export, we will ask for small trades to build up trust. You know, we maybe order a small order to build up trust slowly over time. But but now the whole market is is different. It's a very different ballgame because right now, everything has moved fast. So uh, what I find is that uh, when you use the old method whereby you, you order a small order, then you build trust, it doesn't work in this situation anymore. Because uh, you have to work with a lot of... I'm not saying to risk, I won't say risk, but you have to be cautious and be more flexible. Mm. In terms of... Uh, when I have my first deal, the company insisted on LC... And at least escrow, it didn't, it wasn't working because the, the, the factory was like, <laughs> there was people queuing up at the yeah. doorstep. Pay with cash, you know? Yeah. So if you are a factory, will you take the cash or you will, will you take the escrow or the... Of course. The, yeah, I mean, cash now. I mean, it sounds scary yeah. though, right? Because the factory mm-hmm. could be... How do you know they're even shipping it or QCing it or, or anything? If you just pay, it, pay them before it ships or you probably somebody's checking it first, checking uh, your order. There, there's a few ways to go about it. The most, of course, all these people that's buying big volumes has the cash and you need to invest in inspections. All right. So one way that we found to overcome this is like you hire the best inspection service in the world get them on the ground to do inspections in the factories first to build up trust, right? And then after that, it's like a lot of lawyer works. Right now, every deal we work with is a lot of lawyer works to build up the, the, the contracts to connect all the dots, right? It's, it's very technical because you need to get uh, underwriters involved, insurance involved. It's a lot of work. To negotiate, it takes about at least the fastest about. I think right now it's about five days, right? When we have to work fast to get a deal to go, go through, and we are fighting against time because most of the clients are, are urgently needing the product. Right? It's not like a, a normal procurement process. It's it's no more that you know. There's there's no way to. So uh, a, a lot more steps to take, but it still can be overcome. It still can be overcome, but uh, you, you need to sort, sort things out. Right? But the people involved will be more. There will be more people involved to, to, 
to protect the buyer's interest and the seller's interest. Mm. Okay, got it. So yeah, it's happening fast. The so this seems what so what's your what's your take of you know spreading you know Italy as a recording is like on lockdown at least north or I think all of Italy is closed. Iran. I mean, do you think this it seems like you're betting this is gonna be needed for a while? I'm not betting. I, personally, I don't want it to last. Right. I hope I hope for it to go away, but then. Uh, it's a it's it's the best situation, you know. In fact, what my first client is from Italy, right? Oh, okay. Okay, so we we know the agency, but there's there's this, so we we had to overcome overcome a lot of issues like, um, uh, building trust, like setting up the inspections and all this. It's not been easy. But probably if, if we don't do it, it, it's pretty hard. You know, it's pretty hard for, for all those people. I'm not saying I'm doing a, a, a holy job or anything, you know, but then uh, we're just connecting the dots, right? Got it. And right now, from what I know, I hate to say this, but I, I think it's going to get worse. Mm. It's going to get worse. And I don't, you know. I, I'm just trying to play my part, you know. No, no doubt. I'm not going to tell you lies that I, I'm I'm doing it free. I I do make a commission out of it. But then, you know, we as business people, we we can do our part with our connections. Sometimes we can smoothen the deals to get things moving faster. And also, a lot of the time, a lot of the companies and all this who who has never done this before and who urgently jumps into this and needs need the things bought suddenly. Mm. Oh, it's a bad situation. I'm not, I, I mean, I, I would rather this not have happened, but we're just dealing with it, that's all. Yeah, I mean, I understand, I understand this issue. Yeah, I mean, it's tough emotional times for everyone and I hope, uh, yeah, I hope this just calms down. So you've been doing this now for like, um, a month now or so like what have you already noticed changing is going up supply demand is going up and you said like people yeah, are yeah right now it started off with a lot of buyers not willing to buy with china uh, china mass and all this but as the volume of cases go up there's almost no choice right now mm-hmm. because uh, the cases with the numbers of people with the production power of the world, there's no choice but slowly, right? Slowly, buyers are being funneled to to buy to buy from China right now because China is, is restarting the production, and they are the only country with factories with enough capacity to fulfill. Like they have factories that can make one million masks a day. Mm-hmm. All right. And there, there's other countries. There are, there's, there's, there's some factories in India that has this capacity. All right. But most countries doesn't have this, this capacity. I, I mean, I have connections to Thailand factories, which can only make one million masks in about three weeks. All right. So it depends on the capacity. Capacity 
is also one very big uh, issue here because if you can make it faster, uh, more people can have access to it faster. Mm-hmm. Okay. My, my wife is saying there's also machines that people are buying or she has some factory that makes the machine that makes the mask so that people could make the mask in their home country. Is that something you've... I've heard that all this machine has, the prices have been going up. Actually, I on I also have deal with the deal with the material of, of the mask. And it is going crazy. Everything related to virus, right? Like the thermometers. When I was sourcing it, it's crazy. I can give you a direct uh, rough price. Right now, they are like selling $40 for one thermometer at a wholesale price. Man. Okay, when you look, when you look at Amazon UK, it's about $50 or $60 with existing stock. So it, it doesn't make, make sense. Everything is distorted right now. But uh, the thermometers may, the scanning thermometers may come down in price in the next few weeks. That's my sources where told me that price, prices will be stabilizing, coming back a little bit more normal. Yeah, okay. So that's interesting insight. So what, so what kind of products are there? There's the material, there's, there's the actual mass, there's the machine, there's a thermometer. Like what is that? The, of course, there's even the gel or the, the alcohol. I mean, you get involved with that. Is that from China or is that? Well, there's, there's actually certain countries are putting uh, restrictions right now. Like in Thailand, they actually uh, restricted imports of hemp sanitizer from other countries so right now i'm we're not dealing with a hand sanitizer or anything related to it because because there's a 70 percent alcohol content and it's harder to move around Mm -hmm. because of safety issues yeah okay right and then the shipments uh, go ahead no, no, you go ahead. I was just wondering about the deal flow. So you said no LC, you know, no, no escrow. So it's just cash, TT bank transfer, and then release goods from China, like by air, by sea, mostly probably by air, right? Like, or sea or, or what? It depends on how desperate the situation is or how urgent the case is. Maybe partial by, it depends also on the di- distance, you know? Everyone is trying to procure from all over the world, all right? You say, for example, if you have a, a nearer factory that you have, you, if you say you're in Europe, you procure from, say, uh, Mexico, right? It's very expensive to ship by air, right? But maybe what, what one of my clients has been doing is like, for Mexico, they are going by ship, for the Thailand side, they are going by air, mm-hmm. so that the one that's nearer can supply the current supply, and then the ship one will, will come in later. You know, like uh, in, in in rotations. Okay, so I don't know if you can see my my video, but this is the mask. Actually, Mark, the one of par- partners at Alpha Rock. So N ninety five. Yes, N95. I had this since the volcano. When the volcano erupted, 
in the Philippines, mm-hmm. we started using a mask before the virus. So is this, so this is the N95. I think this is a pretty good one, I think, but is that the normal one or is that, what are you normally, what are people buying? Oh, the, the N95 market is crazy right now. You know, it's, there are people selling for one at $5 at a wholesale price. It's totally inflated, totally inflated. And people are flipping that, that, that market and taking advantage of, of consumers. Let's be very frank. So, um, where, where do you think that happens from the factory or the trader or who's marking it up? Where does it start? It's actually, I can't blame the trade, uh, the factory because the factory themselves, the cost has gone up for the raw material. And because of the demand, when, when, when you face the fact that you have people queuing up, all right, when when there's so little supply and there's so much demand, the price will go up. But it's, 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 the, it's the in-between sellers you know, when they flip. When, when, when one, one person has the sauce, they, they make a buck and then they flip it to maybe, uh, maybe let's say, for example, I'm in Asia and then you're in Europe, you need that. All right, maybe in small quantities, I flip it over to you, and I, I'm, I'm maybe like add a, a bit of like fifty cents per unit or something. So it's it, it all adds. Mm. Got it. Interesting. So, yes, yeah, so raw material. Is, uh, it's just the whole supply chain. It's 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 not a good situation for the normal people. So I was just I was just saying. Yeah, I mean, I understand uh, it's just a pressure on a whole supply chain from raw material factory trading, you know, everybody moving a price up. Uh, so the flow would be just, what's the normal quantity people need to order? Is there MOQs? I mean, wholesale, 1,000 piece, 5,000, you know, or more is better probably. It is actually, factories are actually running at least from what I see, uh, big ones are actually minimum MOQ are like now half a mil. Then I've I've seen uh, and there there are some that can, those that can produce one mil a day are, are like taking orders daily, All right? And people are like collecting their masks daily at the factory. And there's one thing that I need to also bring up is that. Yeah, there's actually people that has lots of cash buying up production. That means I will go to a factory. Let's say you, you have a factory and I, I go there and say, I'll buy your next 50 million production. And I put a table on the cash. And oh. I, will, I will resell the production batch by batch at a, high, a much higher price. And it's those people we with cash or it may be a group of people it may be one single people and they are doing it right now with the factories okay understand i'm just taking some notes it's similar like stock market where people buy futures you know or they or gold or oil futures so what what people do is they they buy 
like a, a banker will buy out the rights to the oil and then sell contracts. So it seems like what somebody they're trying to do with this market with the masks, they're buying the capacity and then selling it, reselling it in the future. Exactly. Right now, masks has sort of become a commodity. Crazy. Right? It, it is, yeah, it's, it's not a good thing. <laughs> For the common people, it's not a good thing. But then, and right now with the oil prices, with the stock market, this, this is going to turn out to be a, a very bad year for a lot of people. Yeah, it's been nuts. To, right. We're doing this on Tuesday. This, this show will be online probably next Tuesday. But yeah, I mean, just yesterday, March 9th, it was the biggest drop for at least since 2008, I think. But hmm. so, so this has been fascinating, Ivan. I think, you know, I think we got a good, good insights. So how can people work with you or connect with you or, or what, what's, what's, what's the opportunity here? What's the, what's the next step? Oh, if you, if you, you know, if you want to reach me, you can look for me, Ivan Tan, uh, okay. on Facebook. I mean, okay. basically, my, you know, send me yep. a message. Okay, great. Yeah, man. It's your first, this is your first podcast. It was awesome to have you. I hope to get you on more shows. Well, maybe we'll do an update, hopefully, when this calms down and hear how the rest I'm, of the story goes. Yeah. I, I'm so nervous, Mike. <laughs> this is great. This is awesome. Thanks. Thanks for sharing, Ivan. This is great. Really? Yeah. Really? Okay, okay. Okay. All right. I, I, believe, I trust you. I trust yeah, you. It's, it's great. It's great. Are you curious what's happening with Amazon during this insane time we're in? Alpharad Capital, as you know, I'm a partner and they support this show to support what we do here, making this amazing content for you. If you want to get on an upcoming webinar, we're going to be more and more transparent and you can join a webinar in the future where you can learn what's happening behind the Amazon scenes, what's happening with us managing these 10 brands and see if you want to become a partner and an investor. If you can check it out at alpharockcapital.com, you'll see a subscribe button and you can get onto our notifications for webinars and other news. We'd love to see you there and thanks Alpha Rock Capital for supporting us here at Global From Asia. Thank you so much, Ivan. I think he did a great job. His first podcast ever. I think he popped his cherry pretty good. I, I really enjoyed it. He's nervous. We have some video clips too. So we've been trying to get some more video clip and video action. That's one thing we talked about at our retreat. This is globalfromasia.com slash masks, masks, M-A-S-K-S. If you want to get the show notes, connect, connect with Ivan, see his profile, get other information. And, uh, you know, if you want to keep hearing me. So let's talk about the poll. We did that a couple weeks ago. We had Justin, co-founder of PicFu, and we had our results there for Global From Anywhere or Global From Asia. seems like, as I predicted, a lot of you are in love with the Asia just like our team is in love with the Asia. Maybe Asia will bounce back. It seems like everybody's trying to come back to at least China now um, with this virus outbreak. It seems like it's a safe place of the world. But uh, I like Asia too. So we're still collecting feedback. We got some amazing ones. Thank you for those that submitted it. Basically saying, Mike, you should follow your own gut, follow your own thing. Don't you know, ask too many people, especially maybe people that have no idea that it what the name means or, or anything. We're probably going to stick with it, but I, my brain is still fried. And, uh, you know, I've been thinking about this for six months or more. My idea is maybe we keep Global From Asia as it is. Maybe in the future we can have Global From Anywhere as maybe the global 
group company or a holdings or you know Lucian is a guy that got me on this I think he even registered a global from Vietnam <laughs> freaking guy <laughs> he wants to like sell it to me or something but I'm not gonna buy a, a hundred domains of every country and global from every country there's no way I mean if you guys want to try to sell it to me uh, I'm not buying you guys can use it maybe we can collaborate but you know somebody said global from home I guess maybe maybe that's true with this virus thing seriously right we're running our global businesses from home not from Asia or not from anywhere but from home we're all locked in our uh, I'm in a little budget hotel right now or wherever we are in our apartments or houses the story let me just dive into this story so the poll basically I'll keep collecting feedback if you want to head over to globalfromasia.com slash poll let me know if you like global from anywhere global from Asia maybe global from home give us more insights too and see what others have been saying too let's go into story <laughs> oh no this has been the craziest let me drink some of this watered down tea and the craziest years of uh, probably most of our life but I left my kids to go to down because my wife wanted to take care of her cancer of her mom and be with her dad and her family and her kids learn Chinese and I didn't want to stay there for half a year seriously I was going to go back to Chiang Mai in the summer for the kids to go back to school there at a different school that we like that we've already gotten approved to go to that we've gotten the paperwork and some some of the stuff moving so it was like a half a year thing she's in China I'd been in Manila working with the partners here getting to know them better going back to China once or twice in six months that was a plan volcano erupts get masks Matt Mark you know like I said in earlier got everybody masks and uh, you know virus outbreak I actually remember even hearing about that I swear it was like December maybe early January while I was in China I remember reading about some kind of virus that it wasn't a big deal and virus outbreak then it shut down China everybody feels like oh it's a China virus China this China that nobody's taking it really serious Manila I remember there was some people wearing masks for like a week everybody started lining up for masks but then everybody seemed to calm down and then uh, you know February was the world was kind of just waiting I remember I got on like you know I got on uh, Yahoo Finance I was on Wall Street Journal I got some other publications my professor in my college Doc Lassetti reached out to me got me in some local news about being separated from my wife during the coronavirus with my kids everybody just thought it was like a China thing and now even I said on a TV show and I was on Yahoo TV I even said well now it's going overseas let's see what this now the tables have turned so it's true the tables have turned and the rest of the world is just not prepared just thought it wouldn't go to them you know Donald Trump says it's not a big deal it'll go away by itself um, as of recording this in March 16th it seems like the US has got a few thousand cases now from what I understand and 30 deaths something like that so it doesn't seem like it's going away by itself and uh, you know I'm not trying to spare spread panic but wear a mask wash your hands with oil, with alcohol I bought a, another tub right here it's like you know got a little pop top just squirt it on my hand I do some now rub your hands together like that crack your fingers if you want flip it back put it down just take precautions and it's not just about me you, know, you kill old people you kill young people kill weak people you know you won't die maybe hopefully but maybe you will die 
but it's not just about yourself it's about spreading this to other people so I left Manila last Thursday what was that day 12th March 12th 2020 to do a much awaited management team retreat I met Alvin who's editing this show and Cheryl not Cheryl I wish I met Cheryl she's in Canada well there's two Cheryls one's in Manila one's in Canada met Mindy LJ Stephanie some really great people making amazing things happen for us here at the team Shadstone team we do more than this podcast we have e-commerce consulting training marketing internet marketing consulting we also help of course the alpha rock stuff so met them oh wires this is not a directional mic this is like everything mic microphone so it's catching everything on the mic don't have my atr 2100 is locked in my apartment so i was even thinking i should left a spare key somewhere but i locked up the door in thursday and went to the airport got my grab fly in and then mark mark's like mike they're gonna close down manila come back immediately i'm like god I don't know, even if it does get locked down, do I really want to be locked down in Manila? But I, uh, and I had been working on months and we paid for all these flights for all these five of us and hotels and everything and behold, you know, it's a resort and it's beach and it's clean, it's quiet, so I went. I mean, and then I woke up on Friday morning and uh, Manila's going to be shut down, locked down in two week, two days and the flights are all booked up and my flight was on uh, Monday the 16th, today. So I, I didn't go. I couldn't go. I looked at flights. I mean, there was crazy, crazy prices and crazy lockdown. And they're like refreshing every three seconds, sold out. This one buy, this one price is increasing. It was just insane. So then I find out the whole is shutting down or a community lockdown. And you, you could stay, but you wouldn't be able to leave for a week. So it was like you had to get out by Sunday, I think. And we left on Sunday and then changed everybody's flights, paid all these different fees, wait for refunds. Just insanity. And then... Um, so Alvin lives in Cebu, so him and I took, he helped me get the ferry. We went to, and watched a movie on the TV there, and it cut, like, seriously, five minutes, I felt it before the ending. It was, like, some racing movie, and they're, like, racing for the finish line, and they, the damn ferry company cut the end, because we had just arrived. I was like, five more minutes, man. Like, I'll sit in my chair for five more minutes. Anyway, get to Cebu, and I'm in this hotel where I'm at now. I bought some canned food, some nuts. Actually, I bought some clothes <laughs> because I don't have any. I have two sets of clothes and they're shorts and flip-flops and shirts. I'm going to be flying to freezing cold China. So I didn't say about the flight. So while I'm on the ferry, my wife's like, just get back here. It's safer here. We'll be together. And it's my birthday in two weeks. And it's a 14-day quarantine. So it's like, man, so I'm trying to buy a fly. I was actually trying to buy a flight for Sunday. Freaking, I, I was trying to buy it, it as like $1,000 or 1200 which is already four times more than normal. And I was like, okay, I'll just buy it. And then it's like, sorry, it sold out. And then you refresh, and then it's like $1,500. And you're like, okay, I'll buy it. And then you're trying to buy it. And by the time you're going through a checkout, it's sold out. And then you bump your price. And then I couldn't get it. Basically, I, I don't know. I was going to break my computer. I, I still, even though I meditate every day, I don't have patience. So, so I, uh, I booked a Tuesday one, so it's Monday, right, the 16th. Tuesday, this this show will go online the Tuesday after, but when the Zach Franklin 297 goes online, that's when I'll be on a flight to more long flights, like 30 hours of 
two layovers, one in Clark and one in Korea, and then I go to Shenyang. So I said, I think I said in my intro, but my wife sent me up by WeChat all these scan copies of our photos together, marriage certificates, my company, my kids, my kids' IDs, her ID. So that when they say, why are you coming to China? You're only on a 10-year business visa. You only have a 30-day stay. Why are you going to enter? You got to do 14-day quarantine. You're going to have to leave. But I'm going to try to get into China and go into a government quarantine. I hope I don't have to pay for it because there's rumors that there's like 300 RMB a day and then I have to pay. And then I hope I can record this podcast from this quarantine. So... Anyway, this will be the intro. Maybe, I guess I don't need to do another one, even if I can do it. But luckily, we have a few good shows already lined up. And uh, I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. And uh, yeah, my wife started to sell masks. Ivan, her and Ivan have been working together. So globalformation.com slash masks. So Ivan's there and we're uh, making wheeling and dealing all over the place. So thank you so much, everybody. We got a bunch of good shows lined up in the future. Um, some I had to do in person that I had to reschedule to do online. But I hope we're all staying strong, staying, you know, doing the best we can in today's crazy, crazy world. But you have volcanoes and viruses and city shutdowns and quarantines and canned food. Let's just stay calm and uh, come out of this bigger and better than ever. I really think there is an opportunity. There is an opportunity, okay? So thank you. Bye-bye. All right. So I'm going to add this. I don't know what order. I've done so many different intros and outros because I didn't know if I was going to be stuck in Actually, I thought I'd be stuck in quarantine right now. It's Thursday. I was supposed to have been in Shenyang, China, if the flight let me go. <laughs> Anyways. It's crazy for all of us. I know all of us, the whole world is going crazy right now. I hope my parents listen to me. They, they, they literally, I talked to them on Tuesday the 17th before I went to my flight. And they said it's not that, they don't think it's a big deal. So it just seems like people don't don't see it serious until it already is uh, killing people all around them. Um, and they bring up the flu thing. And masks, I know, honestly, I feel kind of strange to be selling these or helping people buy these more like an agent but it's about preventing it from spreading it's not about protecting yourself it's more about helping it not spread to others even if you're young and strong and you're not going to die from this you can be a carrier and you can kill other people you can hold this in your body and spread to somebody else and kill other people whether you know it or not so just wear a stupid mask and uh, when you're going outside it's not just about you it's about other people so we're doing this sourcing business ivan was you know i made some intros and we've been doing some deals and it's been going pretty fast and my wife is in china and she's you know we've worked so hard for so many years building this community and we publish these post sales in china on wechat so we have a lot of chinese factories that have been coming out to us wanting to work with us ivan's been really great to help get involved with us and it you know you're probably saying oh mike's trying to make money off of this i mean sure there's some some uh some business opportunity but it's also about uh this whole traditional thing of people's 
not knowing how to buy from Chinese factories and getting ripped off. I, I, I literally, I have a video, but uh, you know, it's the same traditional stuff. Like somebody on my Facebook messaged me like, Mike, I see one of your friends, he posted on his moments or his wall on Facebook that he can help me get masks. So uh, do you know him? Cause I'm going to buy from him. I'm like, actually, I don't know this guy really, you know, he's some Facebook dude that probably a friend requested me and accepted like years ago. Actually, I should delete a lot of these people I don't know. Cause I can't believe he's like going to do a trade with somebody and wire him money up front and hope he gets good product or even any product at all just based on a Facebook post. So it's just these whole traditional mix-ups that's been happening in the world. And, uh, you know, just like 10 years ago, I was doing a sourcing, a Shadstone sourcing, they, uh, just happening again because everybody's just go frantically buying from anybody and there's 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 cheaters there's con artists or there's just people you know it's just the traditional factories that don't know how to help people buy from don't know how to do business with foreigners directly and they're overloaded so my wife has these amazing contacts and they know me personally from my content my events we've been doing these events in china so many years so we're doing it like an agent service so you'll work with the factory directly but uh the factory will give us a commission i know there's some blog posts from some smart people that even listen to this podcast that say don't use these people that get compensated from the factory but um i truly believe you're gonna get better terms and better price and better priority from us than trying to contact these factories yourself on alibaba or any of these places right now it's just a a seller's market meaning there's just more people trying to buy this stuff than the factories have so we have noticed i'm in these wechat groups with different different people like ivan and uh, with wendy and we're able to reprioritize some of these orders before other shipments based on our relationships. It truly is guanxi. Say what you want about it, but we can push these people to uh, prioritize our our uh, customers or our network or our our people first. So Ivan's been working well with Wendy. He's Singaporean, as you know, and he speaks Mandarin. So I'm kind of like not in the middle. I'm the I'm still doing what I do here is content creation lead lead gen. You know, hopefully some of you guys are leads you know but uh you know hopefully you're trying to help out people in your local community get access to these products so um if you're interested get involved we have a form and a video at shadstone-sourcing.com slash masks same as so this show is global from asia.com slash masks but uh this is I didn't want to start selling masks in global from asia so we were bringing back the old sourcing company the site's been online but it's been like years since I've done trades like that. But drastic times calls for drastic measures. And uh, if you, it's maybe not you directly, but you know, a lot of times our podcast listeners always make great intros to people they know, to us for events, for, for different uh, business things we do. So maybe an introduction or referring somebody to those, to the sourcing website or to this podcast, we will uh, keep on pushing things forward. And I, uh, hope that everybody is safe and uh, I think just don't go outside unless you really need to sorry there's phones buzzing everywhere I just think stay at home (laughs) basically wash your hands get your rest try not to stress out like I am right now and we will get through this and we will get through this I hope this thing didn't get cut off my normal mic isn't locked out of my apartment in Manila Hope I get that one day, somehow. <laughs> I'm on a uh, lapo mic. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. And um, let's just try to calm down. The world's kind of really freaking out. Mid March 2020. It seems like even where a warehouse of Amazon might shut down. 
something, something we never thought would happen. All right. Take care, everybody. And keep an open mind. I mentioned it, I think, but Mark Cuban, I read this amazing article. I've been like, talking about it in a lot of my video blogs and newsletters, but he's talking about how to deal with this. You know, sometimes you just got to try a different business model. That's why we're going into sourcing again. It's crazy times calls for crazy experiments or, ex, ex, you know, exploring. And uh, hopefully you can come out of this better than ever as well. Over and out, Mike Michelini. Bye-bye. To get more info about running an international business, please visit our website at www.globalfromasia.com. That's www.globalfromasia.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to our iTunes feed. Thanks for tuning in.